Welcome to Scale School, my friends. I'm Dan Bolton, and my purpose here is simple. I wanna help you increase the scalability of your coaching or consulting business so as it gets bigger, life gets better. Here we will be talking everything from getting clients, keeping clients, teams, leadership, but most importantly, making scaling simple and fun again. Thanks so much for tuning in and I hope you get a ton out of today's episode. Perfect, dude. Hey, we're just gonna do audio today, is that cool? Yeah, sweet, all good. Whirlwind of a kind of six weeks, I guess, for you um, with travel yeah. and, and all that, but um, yeah, walk me through what's going on right now. Yeah, so, um so today we've got um, so two new clients as a last week. Oh, amazing! So since we yeah I know right. Um, since we first started, so that that takes it up to four new clients. So since we kicked off, so stoked with that content plan. I'm doing the Monday Magic Moments, which I do every Monday. Articles and relaunching my the podcast show as well, which is going to be basically content anyway. Of course. Um, tell, tell me more about that. Uh, what, what's what are you doing with that? I used to run a podcast called Leading and Growing a Real Estate Business. Stopped that and, and changed it more on a, a personal development. I had some good uptake when when it was um, the Leading and Growing a Real Estate Businesses. It was basically Q and A with with a bunch of uh, either leading agents or people in the industry that. Are movers and shakers. I've got probably about 30 interviews that, that I've done in the past. So I'm going to reach out to a bunch of them again to, to redo it again. Um, Amazing, dude. So can can I, I give you a huge insight here? Yes. All right. So I'm not going to divulge too many details because they're not mine to divulge, but there was a significant eight-figure coaching company that had a podcasting funnel. And the way they primarily got clients was they hosted a podcast for their industry. And what they would do is they would target prospects. Now, it was never disingenuous. This was always about the podcast and the content and featuring this person's story of success and whatnot. But as you can imagine, podcasts resembles sales calls oftentimes in the sense of like, you know, where were you? How did you make the change? Where are you now? And throughout that conversation, you're no doubt going to have uh, challenges and insights that, uh, or, or challenges that you can bring inside to uh, as that person's sharing. And so if you imagine you start a podcast every week or you could have multiple sessions a week with prospects where you're interviewing them, firstly, it's just great content for you. Secondly, you're starting all these relationships with people who could be perfect fit clients for you. And then you can then send additional trainings and offer any kind of support uh, beyond that. And so the amount of conversion that you could have on the back end of people uh, loving the experience with you, obviously the amount of rapport and trust that you build over an hour together, or half an hour together is a lot. And your ability and willingness to be able to help them on the back end of that, send a training, send a ebook, whatever it might be, to start that conversation that quickly builds this pipeline of people who trust you, that when the trust is there and the time is right, you can actually start a sales conversation. And some of them might even purely segue into a sales conversation where after the recording stops, you can say, hey, I noticed that you have this particular challenge you're facing. I don't know much about what you do. Can I share more about, I, sorry, you don't know much about what I do. Can I share more about that? And you might give a 30 second elevator pitch. And then you can say, hey, you know, based on what you shared, I don't know if you'd be open to it, but I'd be more than happy to jump on another call. We can kind of dive deeper into that and help you create a game plan around that if that's something that would be of value to you. And from there, obviously, you're going to have a lot of people who go, that sounds fantastic. And now you've got this amazing podcast funnel where people are going from uh, unknown to known really fast because every single person wants to be on a podcast or the majority of them do. Podcasts are so easy to book, right? Everyone loves the idea of being featured. It's a, it's a status increase, right? And it's a really easy way to generate sales calls. Yeah, totally. So I don't know if that's something that, that kind of feels like a fit in terms of the direction for you, but I highly recommend kind of looking at that. And plus, nothing else, you get content out of it, which is fantastic. Easy content, right? Easy content. 
So where my head was going, I'll bounce this off you, is is looking at those one one uh, interview successful clients. Yep. Um, because they they will be preaching me on the podcast anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, and also, secondly, uh, referral partners or strategic partnerships. Yeah. So, um, which they can promote to their networks as well. Yeah, I love it, um, I, dude. It's all of the above because if you okay. if you cre- if you create like this is where people mess up with content a lot is they choose things they don't enjoy with in the first place they don't enjoy in the first place right so it's like you're not naturally a writer but you try and write an email a day and that lasts for five days and then all of a sudden you've fallen off the bandwagon if you can find a medium that you actually enjoy it becomes scalable because you can stay consistent with it so this might be something that you could do it could like just think about how crazy this is right you would run you would never run out of guests ever. So as many people as you asked to be on the podcast, majority of them would say yes, you would never run out of kind of quote unquote leads for the podcast. And so with that in mind, you could do one a week or if you wanted to ramp it up, you could do three a week. That might be three hours total a week for you. That's going to be content you can repurpose into shorts, into long form content. It's content that obviously features the person you're interviewing. And I think the nature of all good podcasts is typically it's a conversational format as opposed to a strictly, I ask questions and you answer and I never say anything. And so when you are sharing an inner conversation, it develops your expertise. You're also borrowing credibility through interviewing people, right? Like if you interviewed uh, Tom Ferry, or if you interviewed, um, uh, is, is Tom Ferry the right name? R- Tom Ferry, there's another yeah, guy in Australia, yeah. uh, the real estate guy, I can't remember what his name is. Tom Panos. Yeah, Tom Panos, that's who I'm thinking of. You borrow credibility through that, but again, if you find a medium that you enjoy, a format that you enjoy, you could do three, four, five episodes a week. Like it's it's really, really scalable. And so I want you to be thinking about that from the perspective of, it could be current clients, past clients, referral partners, um, coaches that compliment you uh, that aren't competitive, as well as prospects. Like literally today, if you started in a Facebook group with real estate agents or people that are you know in your in your space, and you sent out thirty messages, hey, I'm starting this podcast. It's designed to help X kind of person achieve this. We're diving into the kind of real estate secrets or mindset or whatever it might be. You send thirty invitations. I think you would get twenty yeses or at least twenty like yeah, let's schedule it in. It it would be a really high uptake for a lot of industries. And so I think it's um it could be a really really great focus for you to move forward with yeah thousand percent and and as we both know like real estate agents always love talking about themselves so it's a perfect <laughs> yeah yeah it's a perfect <laughs> oh, i think it's i think it's fantastic i think it's and again again worst case scenario quote unquote worst case scenario it's great content yeah. best case scenario you develop a huge pipeline of people who know like and trust you and who might be open yeah. to working with you in the future i think right. it's a, a huge opportunity for you so Segwaying that into when we're connecting then to when we're doing our connections on Facebook, mm-hmm. right? Could that, do you think it'd be advisable to do that as a part of the, hey, I wanted to connect because I'm looking for more guests on, on the show? Oh, 100%. The, the thing that I might do is delay the ask by a day or two. So for example, if you've got a brand new uh, connection, okay. one of the most powerful ways to disarm someone, because everyone's expecting a cold DM, I mean, at least in our industry, yeah, right? Okay. So if the yeah. first thing you you messaged had literally no ask, it, it might not even have a big comment. It might just be like so great to connect. For me, when I was growing my Instagram relatively fast and I was testing different ad strategies for our clients, the best converting message that I had that opened up the conversation was whenever anyone followed me, literally just messaging them saying, cheers for the follow with a peace sign. That was it. 
Right, because it's just not, it's not the first message that people are expecting to hear and it's unscalable in the sense that most of us are optimizing for sales conversations right off the bat. So when you mm. genuinely try and connect and you build relationship, and then if you have any type of ask, you delay the ask, what happens is there's already rapport. It's not like, hey, 30 seconds after uh, you accept the connection, uh, automated you know, response bot sends out the, hey, would you like to be on the podcast? You would get a lower response rate and a lower of the responses you get low po lower positivity from it. But if you delay it by a day or two, it would massively have a big difference to that. So I, I think, and again, I just want you to think about the scalability of this. You could have, because this is this is where it got crazy for that uh, eight figure company I was, I was telling you about. They were at a point where they were recording four podcasts a day. And what? so they had podcast interviews that were about 30 minutes long. And so the whole podcast episode was two hours, but it featured four people, yeah. right? So it was like, it was, you know, we were featuring four different stories on one episode and it was published daily. So I'm not saying you got to think that big yeah, that yeah. so soon, but the scalability of it is like, People love being on podcasts. Most people will say yes, and you won't run out of leads. Yeah, it's killer. Love it. I think this would be great for you as well because you're great at talking to people. Oh, mate, I love the interview process. It just, it, it's like a super easy conversation for me. This is a hack in life and in business is follow your highest passion, right? Most people are stuck in businesses they want to run away from rather than ones they want to, they're excited to run because they're doing the stuff they think they have to do rather than the stuff that they want to do. And so for me, I can write copy. I'm good at writing copy. I've made a lot of money writing words like putting pen to paper, but I way prefer being on video. I just love talking yeah. more than I love writing. And so if you look at a Gary Vee model, he writes the copy of his Instagram captions. So every single caption you've ever seen posted from him is his copy, but he has copywriters turning his words into books, turning them into blog posts, yeah. turning them into LinkedIn articles. He's not the dude writing that. They're taking transcriptions of his words and, and repurposing them and redistributing them. So for you to say, I love the interview process. I love talking to people. That's the biggest green light for you to move in that direction, right? Because you can double down on the stuff you don't like doing, right? And that might bring yeah. some level of success. Or you could be like Joe Rogan, who I think I heard the calculation the other day. He's done 5,800 hours of interviews, right? So there's no, there's no surprise he's the biggest podcaster in the world, but he also enjoys it. And that's the sweet spot is when you can combine passion with mastery, that's where you get this unfair advantage because you get good at something you already like. Love it. So, so on that... So I had a, I've got an issue with I don't know if I if it's just a tech support issue with chat silo mm -hmm. um, to send sending out those messages. Um, is that what mm, is that what your recommendation to use, or is there another program? Yeah, that's super interesting. So I use chat silo. I, I'm sorry, I don't use chat silo anymore. I used it for years, so I still highly recommend it as a messenger CRM system. I've never used it as a broadcast system, so I've never sent messages out with it. The the slightly more expensive. Uh, option that that is kind of an all-in-one uh, tech platform for messenger is unipro y-u-n-a pro and i if you just google that i don't know if it's unipro.com or whatever but that uh that's really really interesting in terms of its applications i would lean towards a tool like that or have a virtual assistant involved Whatever you want to do, it you want it to be systemized, right? Like whenever I see people overwhelmed, it's typically because they're trying to out hustle bad process, right? And so you're like trying to juggle all the balls and do it yourself when the solution is 150 bucks a month or you know five dollar an hour virtual assistant. So I'd highly recommend looking at those options. Okay, sweet, beautiful. Yeah. Cool. 
Um, so then we've got then, I've turned, so what I use, I've got a goal and KPI tracker that I use for, for clients as well, which now I've turned into, which now I've got a, a landing page for the people then to land on the landing page, opt in, get their free copy, instructions, video on how to set it up, but also brings in, uh, brings in leads. So we're going to run some Facebook ads towards that, specifically, obviously for real estate agents. You know what I would advise? Yep. I would potentially pause that and just try the podcast for a second. Okay, cool. Yeah, I mean, I mean, I would just try this podcast to see what happens because you might okay. find that your lead generation challenge uh, gets solved by the podcast. Like there, there is a world where six months from now, the only lead generation you do is connect with smart people over Zoom on interviews and then build, like if you think about how this scales, right? Let's say you, you can commit to three hours a week and it's all automated and systemized so you don't have to think about booking people, you don't have to think about following them up, Calendly, VA, it's all sorted. You do three a week, so you have three sessions, you have three episodes a week. Across 90 days, that is 36 people. And if you're targeting people well, those are 36 great fit people, right? And so I would venture to say, you wanna try that first before spending money on ads or anything like that. Because if you think about like, you know, let's say it's 12 a month, right? If you did three a week, you don't need that many calls to hit your client goals. Right, you you have twelve you have twelve calls with people, twelve interviews. Let's say you convert yep. half of those into sales calls, yep. um, and then you might be able to close two or three of those. You might go, man, if I'm getting three clients a month, I don't need to do anything else, right? Yeah, yeah, I don't need to run ads or anything. So I think ads are a tool; they solve a problem. They're not something you have to think about. I'm making X amount of money, therefore I need to run ads. I still don't run ads right now. I will probably pump out some retargeting ads to just nurture the audience uh, soon. Um, I've obviously run ads in the past, but right now ads are superfluous to my requirements. I don't need ads. So for you, you wanna run ads when you don't have enough leads, but you're about to create a world where you can get more leads way easier. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Makes yeah. it easier. So what are the bottlenecks are you facing right now that I can help with? Biggest bottleneck was getting into that, that chat process mm-hmm. um, and solve that. I think now for me, it's it's getting into that, uh, starting to book the interviews and, and making that happen. Uh, I've got it. It's, it's all systemized anyway. Like Perfect. I've got the sheet. I've got the calendar. I've got like the teams ready to go for editing. It's like, let's go. Perfect. Um, There's also an AI to check out. Um, Google it. I'm trying to remember the exact URL. I think it's Opus Clip. So O-P-U-S dot clip. Or if you just search Opus Clip, what that does is um, it converts the long form pieces of content into short form. So you don't even necessarily have to pay anyone to do that. AI now does it for free or for very cheap where you can upload like Opus Clip's really interesting uh, from what I remember of it. You upload a whole interview. So let's say it's an hour long or 45 minutes. It will go through and it will grade each uh, segment based on a virality score how viral they think it will go. Not in terms of just, it's gonna go quote unquote viral, but in terms of engagement, uh, the hook, the strength of the kind of message. And so it selects them based on a score and then it actually adds, it clips it and it adds all the captions for you. So I think you might get up to 10 clips per interview for free. And if, if it's not free, it's really cheap. And so I would look yeah. at that, I would add that into the process because imagine you're posting two reels a day. Um, like, like this is what I love about what we're talking about, right? You do three interviews a week, those can all become YouTube videos. Then you have each interview be turned into 10 clips. Then you choose the best of those clips and then you could be posting two clips a day across all platforms and 
without really having to do more than three hours of the work yourself a week. You can have a virtual assistant do all of that process for you. Love this shit. <laughs> <laughs> This is, this is why you pay me the big bucks, brother. Yeah, so I can yeah, send you to AI yeah. tools, right? That's all I am. I'm just a middleman between you and artificial intelligence. <laughs> but I think, I think this is well worth looking at, man. Like I would, I would venture to say this is probably the most important move for your business over the next year. People, um, like one of my favorite quotes is thoughts untangle themselves passing through the lips and through fingertips. And so this whole idea of like, we are thought leaders and the goal of, uh, Build, like being a thought leader, building an audience is building an audience around ideas. So firstly, we need to understand what those ideas are. And chances are as coaches, we've been in the game for a while, we have ideas around uh, the best way that our clients can get results, right? R really simple way to look at it is like, there are inferior ways to get clients for coaches and there are better ways to get clients for coaches. We, we talk about in terms of the old way and the new way. The only way for you to build an audience around ideas is to number one, be aware of the ideas. Number two, be really good at communicating them. And then number three, communicate them often. One of the best ways to do that is to find a way, uh, a, a, a medium of content where you can continually refine your communication around these ideas so you achieve all three, right? What are the ideas? How do I communicate them well? How do I communicate them often? So if you knock out this uh, podcast, it's not crazy for me to think that you could have a top show in your space in six to 12 months if you dedicated yourself to this craft of making it really, really valuable. That each interview you're trying to iterate on your process, you're trying to, uh, you're learning from the greats of podcasting and you're really figuring out what works, what doesn't, what's your flavor, uh, what's not, and really doubling down on this because this is not only a short-term lead generation play, this is a long-term thought leadership play. Yep, true, Yeah, very true. Very, actually, yeah, very, very true there. Mm. Which then opens up opportunities for, to, for me to be interviewed, for speaking, presentation mm -hmm. gigs, all that kind of stuff. Yeah, and, and this goes back to what I was saying at the start. You need to find a, a, a channel, a medium, where you can put volume through, right? Yeah. Like, th this is the key, is that most people do uh, a week or two or three or a month or two or three in a certain direction. They start to get semi-good at it, and then they change direction, right? So for yeah. me, with like YouTube, for example, I'm playing a multi-decade game. Like, I'm, I'm fully committed to like, over the next 10 years, I just want to get better at speaking on video and on stage, because I know that that skill set will continue to afford me the opportunities that I want to have in my business and take my business to where I want to, where I want to take it. So for you, yeah. finding a medium that you can commit to long-term is the secret. It's, it's not just about like, how do I get clients this month? It's about what if I did this direction for the next five years? You could become the number one high performance coach to real estate agents around the world. You could be making, you know, multiple seven figures a year in profit, but it takes the commitment to a specific thing for a long enough time where you can build that level of expertise and that audience. Yeah, I think this is, I'm excited for you, bro. This is really, really cool. So let me know if you have any questions in and around that. I think uh, in terms of tools, Unipro is worth checking out. Opus Clip is worth checking out. Honestly, if you just search AI video editor, because um, this is the other crazy thing, dude. I know you said you might already have a video team and or editing team. There's also AI that, like let's say you were doing some of these in person, which I highly recommend you consider doing at some point as well. I think having the mix of in person and uh, over Zoom is really powerful. You can have AI edit it for you. So, so there is an AI that edits podcast segments based off the camera angles of who's talking, because that can be a really arduous process for an editor to go through an hour's worth of content between multiple camera angles. But now we have AI that can actually identify the person's voice, who that is, okay, that's James, and his camera angle is left, and so I'm gonna clip all of the times that he's speaking and, and focus on the left camera. And that sounds simple in theory, but obviously to an editor it just takes a lot of time, but to AI it's like minutes, right? 
And so that's where you want to look at those tools as well to see how you can get further, like better leverage through the system. Love it. Love it. Okay. Sweet. I'll check that out too. Amazing. Well, here's what I want to know by our next call is who you have booked for the interviews. Okay. I'll send you a script right after this, a really simple script that we use to book lots of inter interviews uh, last year when we were focusing on podcasting. It's, it's going to be underwhelming in terms of its simplicity, but you'll see kind of why it works. Okay. Sweet. Yeah, perfect, dude. Thank you. I'm happy to have helped, man. And, and now that you're kind of back in, I highly recommend engaging with the school community as well. Obviously, you know I run yeah. those weekly calls on Tuesday mornings. So if you can make yep. those, obviously I'm there to help. And then in terms of the school group, like we have a lot of high caliber people in that group. So highly recommend that you utilize that to the best of your ability. Yeah, well, definitely. And then last thing is if you get time over the next week, I would highly recommend checking out the seven figure value creator replays. It's just been great content. And so I think it'll be really helpful for you, uh, not only for your business, but I dig into a lot of the mindset stuff uh, around how to become a great leader and how to become like a great coach. And so I think it will be helpful for you for the level of me talking to you and also for you figuring out how to talk about some of these concepts to your clients. Okay, sweet, same thing. Okay, great, we'll do. Cool, man. Have an amazing afternoon. Thank you, brother. All right, chat later. Talk soon, brother. Bye. Oh, bye. Thanks for listening to another episode of Scale School. I hope you found something valuable in today's episode. If you haven't already subscribed, go ahead and do that so you can be notified every time we drop future episodes. And if you and I have not already connected, feel free to track me down on any one of the social media platforms. My big head and smiling face are no doubt gonna be there. And you can just search my name, Dan Bolton, and we can connect there. But thank you again for tuning in and I'll see you in a future episode.